Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas today from Stickies in downtown Little Rock for our Rock and Relief benefit tonight. And we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on. Uh, Troy Beatty of Hogsports.com will join us in just a moment. First, we are joined by... Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Now, Neil, correct me if I'm wrong. Either I haven't noticed this before, or maybe today is just the first day that... Okay, maybe today is the first day I've noticed it. But that is, you all, uh, when you click on to the uh, baseball tab, the down pops at the very top, the Arkansas Travelers and the Frisco Rough Riders. Is this the first time I've seen the Travers actually uh, on Bet Saracen? Yeah, we just recently added it by request. Uh, you know, it's, we we do a tremendous amount of business on on MLB, uh, but we hey, we're an Arkansas book, got to cover the Arkansas team. So we just recently added coverage of the Arkansas Travelers. If there are any other AAA, AA teams out there that we're not covering that you won't. Just engage us on Twitter, and we see if we can't put those up. But, yes, we are covering our Arkansas sports tonight. They play at 635. They're on the road. Uh, they are favored slightly uh, in the game. They're minus 125, while the Rough Riders are minus 105 on the money line. And you can pick up some positive odds if you take the run line at minus 1.5. You pick up at 130. We also got it up early because we knew who the pitching matchups were going to be. We got the Razorbacks versus Georgia uh, series for this weekend that starts on Thursday this week. So uh, Arkansas is a favorite in that one, of course, after their dominant performances over the last weekend. The money line is minus 165. The running line, if you want to get up 1.5, one and a half, you can get them at minus 105. The over and under for that game is 13 and a half. Expected to be some hitting with that pitching matchup. I started saying that seems. Rather high, but uh, you gentlemen know much more than I do. The other that I noted uh, on the under the special tabs is uh, there's some NBA specials for tonight. And uh, wow, is it tempting uh, to go with the Grizzlies, Bucks, and Nuggets all to win by 10 plus points? That's plus 2,000. Yeah, that's 20 to 1 return on your money. So, uh, yeah, if that hits, that will be a nice payday for those who select that special. And those are boosted odds on that selection, like you will find on all of our specials. And talking about our specials, I know we had one that didn't quite go the way that we wanted. Keep an eye on the site sometime tomorrow. We may offer it again tomorrow. And, uh, we just, you know, have a, you know, we got some grief. We only let a few people bet a hundred dollars on it with the max bet on it, but that turned out to be a good thing. It looks like, so, yeah. And 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 look, we hope we didn't jinx them, but we did put that up by a player request. We didn't create that market. We did put that up by a player request. But we we we, we actually, you know, a book a bookmaker shouldn't feel bad about winning, but uh, that one right there kind of. Did not go the way as we intended that one kind of to go. Uh, but anyway, that's the way it is with sports gambling. But keep an eye on the site tomorrow. We're probably going to throw something up there very similar. I wonder what it is. All right, Neil, we will talk to you tomorrow. That is Neil, Sarah, uh, Neil Atkinson by, by way of 
BetSaracen.com or get the app at BetSaracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I can always depend upon hogsports.com to do one of many different articles, whether it be about the... I've got about a two-inch thick uh, folder that's nothing but Curtis's articles uh, concerning the basketball transfer portal, the basketball roster. And then today I see an article on hogsports.com, and this one is... The top ten players exiting spring football for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Top ten hogs, yeah. Um, did a little honorable mention on that first, but yeah, Curtis is definitely on top of it. Had that exclusive with with Jordan Walsh. That I know his uh, uh, his family, his camp reached out to Curtis and wanted him to to have that story. So um, yeah, we had that this morning, and uh, I think Jordan. Probably going to return to Arkansas. Um, just you know, the leaving the door open thing usually means returning. Uh, and just kind of want to, to get some feedback and you know, kind of go through the process so you would know what to expect. Also next year, as far as the story that you're referring to that I did, it's it's hard to narrow it down to ten guys. I mean, uh, you know, I could have put Isaiah Satania in there. I thought he had a really great spring. I, I listed ten honorable mention guys: uh, Satania, Andrew Armstrong, Luke Hatt, Tarian Carter, Cam Ball, Eric Gregory. Antonio Greer, Lorando Johnson, Quincy McAdoo, and Hudson Clark, and probably could have added some others, but uh, I found a, a good line that you know that I felt like I could draw it off there. Uh, Cam Little's my number ten uh, current Razorback, and that's I mean obviously his body of work, eighty two point five percent from field goal range, uh, from field goal range uh, on field goals. Uh, in his career, eighty two point five be pretty good field goal percentage. Um, but uh eighty two point five percent. Uh he was three of six in his career on fifty yards or longer. He had fifty eight yard in the red white game. And this kind of combines a little bit of what they've done in the past and what they did this spring. Number nine is Trajan Jeff Goat, former first team all SEC selection. He did it in Missouri, not Arkansas. I think Jeff Goat is gonna end up being one of the two starters at defensive end. Uh, I've said before I, I feel like he's a guy that if you locked up you know the whole team in a room and said only one person could leave uh that he would be probably the fa- the probably be the best saracen favorite to leave the room <laughs> six four two hundred and eighty pounds really put together Bo Lemmer at eight um the guy that started every game at center this spring uh has i think twenty six twenty nine twenty nine career starts um so he's third on the team just behind Brady Latham and, and K.J. Jefferson in, in total starts. Landon Jackson, number seven. I think you could make a case that Landon Jackson would be higher. I think it would be more of a projection. He started seven games for Arkansas last year, 6'7", 269, had a really good spring. Um, but, again, you know, I'm kind of combining, you know, what you've done in the past and, you know, how you did this spring into, into kind of one thing. Um, and, you know, he did – some good things last year, but he was also playing about three quarter speed. And um, you know, the the word is he's he's playing full speed now. I've got Isaac, I've got Isaac Tesla at number six. Uh, a little bit more projection. I mean, it's a it's a subjective list, I guess. Uh, you know, he's obviously very productive at his place before. I really started thought, thinking he came on the last couple of weeks of spring football, and. I mean, it's not like KJ is not going to have a guy that racks up a bunch of yards. It's going to be somebody, and I think it's going to be Tesla. Dwight McLaughlin at, at number five, fourth in the SEC last year, or excuse me, second in the SEC last year with four interceptions, and uh, and started the entire spring at one of the cornerback spots. The other spot rotated a little bit, whether it was Lorando Johnson or Quincy McAdoo, but McLaughlin was always uh, always in there. Brady Latham at number four. Um, has 36 career starts. I mean, if he comes back another year, he could be Arkansas's first ever five-year starter. Um, and he was also a staple this spring in, in the offensive line. Every single day, he was 
with the first group, whether it was left guard, left tackle, right tackle, wherever. You know, he can play any spot on the offensive line. Very valuable player and a veteran. Christopher Paul, number three. And part of me felt the need to get a defensive player up there. I just think, you know, this is maybe another bit of projection. Uh, but he had 62 total tackles last year. He really played more the second half of the season than Bumper Pool did. Started the last couple of games. Had four sacks. I uh, thought that was definitely notable. And I just view this guy as a potential team captain, even though he's just a redshirt sophomore this year. I think he's got the potential to be that. He's already kind of stepping into that team spokesman kind of role. Um, but really high on Poopal and, and his future. Number two is Raheem Sanders, 1,443 yards, 10 touchdowns. Uh, that speaks for itself. He also had 28 catches for 271 yards and two more scores. Um, Raheem Sanders, I think, is uh, kind of a shoe-in for that second spot. And first spot, you got to go with K.J. Jefferson, right? I mean, um, second all-time school history and completion percentage, second all-time school history and uh, efficiency rating. And um, the best running quarterback that Arkansas has had in nearly 20 years since Matt Jones almost 20 years ago in 2004. So um, K.J. Jefferson, definitely um, worthy of that number one spot, I think, and and also at the most important position on the field. Uh, So that's my top ten hogs right now. Is this not even under debate? I mean, mean, (laughs) you can debate him. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. You can debate him. Go ahead. You want to hang in there? <laughs> I mean, th- those two guys, especially Isaiah Satania, he could have been got a honorable one. mention. Who would you bump out? I know out? that. Who are you going to move? Cam Little, Trajan Jeffcoat, Bo Limmer, Landon Jackson, I- Isaac Tesla, Dwight McLaughlin, Brady Latham, Chris Paul, Raheem Sanders, KJ Jefferson. Who's getting moved out? Well, since he's the new guy, Tesla. You gonna move Tesla out? Yeah, okay. he's the new guy, so he gets bumped. <laughs> well, I mean, if I had to pick between Tesla and and Satania, who's going to be more productive? You think you think you're gonna you're gonna take Satania? Well, as soon as they they put him in the starting lineup, it's a simple yeah. question, Randy. It's a simple I, question. I don't well, I don't understand what, why they. Here's what you got to learn from spring football, Randy, because Satania had a great spring game. Yeah, it's fifty-fifty whether that means anything next fall. It, it, watching him play Saturday, you're thinking, "Boy, this guy's arrived. He's going to be a deep threat." Tesla was okay in the game, but but Trey's been talking high on him the whole spring, not just one game. Oh, I know. So, it's, so it's hard I've been to talking say. High on, I've been like, talking high on no, Satania too. He's that's had, right. He's too. had a really great couple of weeks. Exactly, but and, but that means nothing in the fall. But from right. what we've seen of Satania in the past, other than being injured last year. That's an indication he's going to be really good this year. So the question, which one will be more impactful, we don't know. They're both going to be good, we think, we hope. You can't just win with one receiver, so let's hope they're both mm-hmm. impactful. But that's why this it's a subjective list, and this is Trey Biddy's top ten hogs, not Randy Rainwater's top ten hogs. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Randy has uh, been uh, he's been trying to get a job with 24-7, Trey. Are you the guy you should talk to, to so he can write columns like that? Hey, if anybody's interested, I mean, we're always, like, keeping a file, you know. If anybody out there is interested, you can send me an email. I'll look at it. We'll keep you filed away in case something opens up. We're still growing. Everybody's firing people in the media. We're we're, we're still looking at I I don't think I'll waste the ink, okay? So uh, I'll I'll save you time on that. Um, A couple others that you had, uh, as Honorable mentioned, I hate Cam Ball got got that high ankle sprain because yeah. I think he was having a very good spring. He was. Torian Carter, it was great to see him back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you've talked about him off and on. Uh, Andrew Armstrong, wide receiver. Um, Eric Gregory, who am I missing on the honorable? Uh, Antonio Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't focus as much... Trey Saturday, as maybe I should have, on the defense, I was, unless they were in the, the front four, uh, but I, I, I just didn't pay enough attention. I was I was spending my time trying to soak in, as you do, uh, that is, with all, I wanted to see at the uh, offensive line in particular. I was very impressed with Patrick Kudis, by the way. Yeah. Uh, 
at right tackle. I thought, uh, in fact, I thought the first team offensive line as a unit looked really good. Yeah, I did too. I thought they, I thought they blocked well. I think Kudis over there at right tackle uh, is a really good move for them. Uh, that's a guy that. Right when he got on campus, you know, there, there seems like there's a, an offensive lineman every year that they're really talking up. And last year it was Kudis. This year it's it's Luke uh, Luke Brown, by the way, for those uh, wondering. But uh, that's that's a guy that they really really think has a, a bright future. He just had that knee injury and in, uh, in off season. Uh, so, but uh, Kudis over there at right at right tackle, I think is is absolutely uh, important. I think they've got the offensive line pretty well settled. They may still be having some discussion at, at right guard, but between uh, Marion, or excuse me, uh, actually I think it's Kiss Crawford and uh, and Joshua Braun. I probably give Braun maybe a slight edge there. But aside from that, I think they've got the the offensive line pretty well figured out. If there was ever an issue at tackle or something, you know, I, I think they probably feel really comfortable about moving Brady Latham over. And they've got you know. They've got a pretty good crew of, of guards, so I think that's what they would do if something happened at tackle, bump lace them out either to left side or right side, and then you know, you'd know you have Braun and Crawford probably on the interior. I still really like Amarian Harris. Uh, I think that Amarian you know, just needs to continue to, to change his body around. You know, He was 380-something last year. I mean, this time last year, about 380, and uh, he's down to 297. So... Uh, that's quite a dramatic weight loss. Um, yeah, I remember when uh, Dalton Wagner got to Arkansas, and his first after being there, I guess about a year uh, or maybe just several months. But I remember they just stripped the weight off of him. I mean, it was he looked like a basketball player out there. He was so skinny. Uh, and then you know, obviously, years later, he's 330 pounds. Uh, but uh, I, I think that you'll probably see a Marion, um, you know, pack on probably 20, 25 maybe in the offseason, but uh, probably a lot better, more grown-up weight. Is that kind of uh, breaking them down but then building them back up? Is that, yeah, is that kind of like I think so. philosophy there? Yeah. I mean, you look at the offensive line, I mean, for many years now, the biggest player on the team has been a freshman offensive lineman. Right now it's Paris Patterson, who goes about 360-something. Uh, last year it was a Marion Harris, who was, I think he was listed at 370 by August. Um, the year before that, it would have been Devon Manuel, who was 390 at one point. <laughs> before, before him, it was uh, Jalen St. John, who was uh, 359, 360 or so. So it's always a freshman offensive lineman, and um, everybody knows that. I don't think that's healthy, obviously, to be 380 pounds. I don't care, you know, how tall you are. But, uh, uh, you know, get them to drop the weight. I feel like they probably feel a lot lighter on their feet and then make them stronger. I, I just think that's a, a good way to build offensive linemen. Paris Patterson is a big man. Yeah, he's big. He is a big yes. man. I mean, he stands out uh, just with his uh, sheer size. One other name that uh, was on the, uh, I guess you can say, the honorable mention list, and I thought he was just as tough as nails as ever, and that's Quincy McAdoo. Has he yeah. fully settled in, Trey, do you believe, on the defensive side, or do you think he's still wanting maybe to get a chance to still play some wide receiver? I think he's probably a little torn. I mean, I think that's the way it usually goes. Anytime, you know, you tell an offensive player you want to play defense, I think they usually want to play offense. I think anytime you tell a linebacker, hey, we're going to put your hand in the dark and make you a defensive end, you know, it kind of crushes them a little bit. I think that's absolutely the case with most players. You tell a safety you want to move them down a linebacker, mm -hmm. same deal. Um, so, yeah, I think there's probably a little bit of that. I do think that, um, you know, maybe there's a chance that he could come in and be among the top four wide receivers, but I don't think he's going to be that unless he's always practicing wide receiver. I don't think that you can just split time and play corner. And plus, he's been injured. On top of it, play cornerback and play wide receiver and expect to you know really excel at one or, or the other. I mean, you can be naturally gifted, which is what he is, and the reason he ended up starting a cornerback for him last year after moving midseason. But uh, 
as far as like reaching the next level and reaching your full potential, I think it's probably in his best interest to stick the cornerback, and that's where the team needs him most, I think. Um, but they've said if he's one of the top four wide receivers on the team, then they would let him play some wide receiver. I just, you know, there's a lot of guys you got to beat out to, to hold that distinction. And I would probably would have had him, you know, potentially among my top uh, ten Razorbacks. But, you know, he missed a lot of time in the spring. Same deal with Cam Ball. He, he mm-hmm. was definitely a candidate. I just I had to draw the line somewhere. So, you know, injuries is, you know, one way to draw the line because, you know, nobody wants a top 13 list. So you got to have top 10 list. <laughs> a dozen. Do, a dozen's pretty good number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 13 is yeah, not. Yeah, I could have right. done a dandy dozen, I guess. Yeah, You're right. But then that opens the hey, door. Hey, Satania. You would have had Satania, and Randy would have been a happy guy. Yeah. But then if I have Satania in and if I have Quincy McAdoo in, then I feel like i got to put Cam Ball in. There's not that line, you know, from the injury thing that I use. So, yeah. There's just always one more, isn't there? Yeah. Trey Biddy's list. <laughs> His top ten. I would probably have a top 12. Yeah, I'd probably have a dirt. That way I could, mm-hmm. I could uh, make sure I include everybody. Um, well, I can't wait to see yours tomorrow. Your Randy Rainwater's dandy does. <laughs> uh, it will be only in my mind. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> um, I wish that we might have seen, on the other hand, Trey, uh, in the spring game, uh, a little bit more blitzing. You know, I, I mentioned this the other day. Uh, maybe it was a twist. Uh, when yeah, I saw Landon, Landon Jackson, Jackson. yeah, yeah, that was a twist. And uh, but because I'd really like to see guys like Greer and some of those guys poop all. I mean, get mm-hmm. after some folks. But it didn't yeah, uh, and you know, sometimes in these kind of games, there's rules that most people aren't aware of. Like you know, like in Pro Bowls, like they would have like no blitzing or something, or you know, All America games, or you know, you, you can't tackle below the waist in these games either. I didn't know that. Thank you, Trey. Razor Hog update every day on Out of Bounds. True Service offers competitive rates on the home of your dreams. Online at trueservice.net. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property loss is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time, and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Bighorn Ram Crew Cabs. We also have up to $9,000 off on the Laramie Crew Cab. 4x4s. And we have $7,000 off on new Grand Cherokee Limiteds. Just look for the green tags, folks. The green tag is my very best price. There is no haggling, no negotiating. We have all of our inventory marked. We have lots of inventory for you to look at, and we are making deals because it's a time that we need to help. We want to earn your business. Just tell us what we can do. Come see us today at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Or you can shop us online anytime at FletcherDeals.com. 70 years ago, the king of American muscle cars, Chevrolet's Corvette, was born. Today, the Corvette Stingray is hotter than ever. This month at Saracen Casino, one lucky player will win a breathtaking Stingray. Play in April at Saracen and qualify to win a Corvette Stingray from Smart Chevrolet. Featuring all your favorite games and more, Saracen Casino is the only place to win a new Corvette. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the Flooring King. When it's time to take your basketball skills to the next level, remember the name, Hoofy Academy. Coach Bart Reed has trained some of the biggest local names in basketball. Nick Smith Jr., Cam Hunter, and Tracy Steele have all upped their game with Hoofy. Hoofy now offers Vertimax training. This is a program proven very effective in increasing speeds and verticals for athletes on the court. Contact them now at HoofyAcademy.com or check out their Facebook page, Hoofy Academy. Don't let the shot clock expire. Take your game to the next level with Hoofy. 
Scott today. It's Justin Ankery, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Drive Time Sports, tapped with refreshing sports opinion on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports, here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Stickies, that is the place to be tonight. It is going to be hopping. Uh, doors have opened, and at 6 o'clock, the fun begins, so come on down. You can also go online, that is on, whether it be the Buzz or the Points website. I actually did find the list. Uh, headed here a few moments ago, but there are some tremendous items that you can bid on. So go get them. It is the Rockin' Relief Auction. Now, I must say that this is for tomorrow night. Now, the Riverfront Steakhouse is open, that is, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. So this is for tomorrow night. But you can go ahead and start making your reservations now. And that is dinner for two, the chef special for just $36. That's right, $36. Now, this includes the famous salad bar for two. And that also includes that baby shrimp and potato salad. I could just go on and on what's in that, in that salad bar. It is definitely uh, the world's best salad bar. Then you get to pick from two entrees. And, I mean, we're not, we're not uh, being skimpy with the portions. The grilled chicken breast, 10 ounce, either lemon pepper or blackened. Go blackened. Six of the Gulf Jumbo Shrimp, fried or scampi. Those just extend your hand. Wrist to the fingertips. That's how big they are. And throw in some Worcestershire sauce. Then the penne pasta carbonara. That is bacon, onion, mushrooms, spinach topped with shredded Parmesan and scallions. Yeah, yeah, it's getting better. And then two side items, baked potato, mashed potato, onion rings, or the spinach supreme. All of that for just $36. That's Thursday night only. It's only at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Ask for William R. Shapur, 3719000. That is the Wyndham Hotel, Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Now, I don't know why I am not seen on my screen, Bart Reed. He should be somewhere, but maybe He's somewhere. Everybody's somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. He may be running just a bit late. And um, so hopefully we'll... Hear from Bart in uh, just a matter of moments. Um, you can also go to, by the way, Stickies. That's S T I C K Y Z dot com. Uh, if you want to purchase a ticket, twenty dollars, or you can go to the events page at one zero three seven thebuzz dot com. And since we're kind of circling the bases, I was also asked to remind folks, if you want to be part of this year's BuzzBQ from a cooking standpoint, there is still room for five more. Five more. So plenty of time to make sure that you are ready to take on the challenge of the BuzzBQ. And there's all kinds of divisions, so find the division that suits you best. I knew I'd find it, Rick, if I kept looking hard enough for it. <laughs> and that is 
There are two $2,500 gift certificates uh, for flooring and labor from River City Flooring. Ten, count them, ten $300 watches from Jones & Son Fine Jewelry. One two-night stay at Oaklawn in a King Deluxe with a valet and dinner at Bugler. That's a $750 value. Uh, we talked about the um, autographed football by Darren McFadden. There's an autographed football by Vince Young, Terry Bradshaw. And let's see, one autographed football by Sam Pittman. One autographed basketball by Eric Musselman. And I'll just kind of slow down and stop right there because there's just simply two many to mention. So, let's do this. Bart Reed's Player Profile and Scouting Report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy. Good afternoon, Bart. Hello, gentlemen. I gotta tell you, Rick is waiting on you. No, no, no. Well, oh, okay, well I can ask him the same question I asked Kevin, I guess. So, Bart? As the world turns, right, the soap opera, what's, yeah, what's the latest saga? Okay, so uh, when you're when you're looking at the possibility, now you got uh, another guy that may go to the NBA draft, may not. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's kind of the way it goes these days, right? Yep. Who do you think, sure does. okay, uh, of the two players that have said they're still going to consider coming back to college, who do you think has the most chance of coming back to Arkansas, Walsh or Davis? And I could be totally wrong, Rick, but I'm 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 a little bit surprised as for the people that have listened that he's testing the waters. I would say going into this before he announced, I would have said both were probably about an eighty five percent lot to come back to school, in my opinion. I think that Gordon Walsh is coming back. I, I, so if I have to pick the two, but I also get the feel when you listen to Devo and you try to read between the lines, I don't feel the urgency in his messaging either. Like, he's going anywhere. So, But I, I, I'm a little surprised Walsh waited this late to kind of make this announcement. So where my conspiracy theory head is going, did he get some piece of information that might have swung this in the 25th hour to make him think maybe this is his window? So I'm just surprised it happened this late. But I, I'm going to go with my gut and say Jordan Walsh has the most, the highest probability of coming back to Arkansas out of those two. But I could see both of them coming back. What if they do say you could go in the second round? Was that enough to get him to go? I think all second-round picks are obviously not equal. If he's in a position... Where so, it, for instance, Isaiah Joe got paid early second round money, but was a kind of a later pick because the Seventy Sixers saw his value. So I would I would think if he is a second round pick, a lock, meaning they're telling them that right now, I think he goes. But I just Rick, I don't think he's there. I, I just I don't think his he showed enough with his all around shooting touch. He's a little bit in between positions. He's 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 a great. He's a five star. But Rick, when you look at him, he's he's kind of in between a three, a four. He's not big enough to play a four. But does he have the elite athleticism with foot speed to guard a three? So I think he probably is more on that three agency line. But I think if he got a confirmed lock second round pick with the league minimum of what it is, I think he goes. Do you think Davis has shown enough to be a second-round pick? Yes. Do you? I can okay. tell you guys, I, from, and this is from three different front office guys on three different teams. They see him as a Patrick Beverly that's bigger, stronger, has more potential, and they see him as a guy that would rapidly pick up skill at the next level. So even as early as after his freshman sophomore season, some some assistant GMs were drooling over getting Debo in the second round because of what he's going to be five to six years from the point they draft him, and that's what you're looking at—one to two years, and then there's that five to six year 
window for a player like that, and they think he could be a value, a real value to an NBA team long term. Then don't you think if he's if he projects as a second round pick, don't you think he definitely will go? Yes. Well, Rick, I, I, again, I think it's one of those things because I don't know what the NIL money is with this particular situation. I know that Devo wants to be in a position to provide better for his family and, and support system, so I certainly get that. I don't know if we're talking about at the end of the second round, because it does matter. There's a big difference between the last guy picked in the second round and the fourth guy picked. So I think that I'm opening it up for a little bit of conjecture, but I think that's why he has not made the jump already. It's because I don't think that he feels like he's an early early second round pick and as you look at the lower tier of the second round even though all the players are great he's thinking does it outweigh the benefits of staying in college Mm. so that's not an easy one to answer either so I hope I kind of roundabout gave you an answer I think he needs to see himself in that first wave of picks in the second round for him to leave early with the situation he has at Arkansas I think Coach Musselman likes him, loves him. I think the fans love him. He obviously has some NIL support, and he's getting better each year. If he can turn it on and start the entire season like he finishes, Rick, we could be talking about him. Randy is a potential end of first round guy, and a lot for an early second round. Hmm. Okay, so that's all the draft stuff. So everybody's raving oh, wait, 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 about. I've, I've got. I've got oh, you got another draft question? I've, oh, got, go ahead. Well, I mean, this 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 really is is more of a clarification. Okay. When a like with Walsh and Devo both said we're putting our name in the draft, but we're retaining uh, the option to return by you know not, not quote declaring for the draft. So yep. let's say Ricky Council, Anthony Black, which we know Black's not coming back. We know Nick Smith Jr.'s not coming back. But my question is. Is there two types of application the underclassmen have to file with the NBA? Is one of them where, okay, I've declared for the draft, and that door has slammed, period, forever and ever on any return to college? Or do you have to go with um, exploring the NBA draft? I put my name in the NBA draft, but I've left my option over uh, if I want to return back to college. I mean, is there is there... Basically, two types of of ways, if you will, that you enter into the draft. There is, Randy. So it's a so it's a great question, great point. Because now what we've had is we wanted to get away from, uh, and we can use an Arkansas player's example, like a Scotty Thurman, that had such a great college career, and most people think that would translate to professional basketball. And there's no resources for him to determine where he is, so he goes and could have stayed in college. So. The NBA has really led this charge where a player, you either really have two options. You can declare for the draft with no intentions of maintaining your eligibility. 90% of those will hire some type of agent or lawyer that will be out there lobbying on their behalf to try to get them set up and work out the combine invites, private, all this stuff. They are not coming back win, lose, or draw. They're, They're all in. Okay, All the chips are on the table. They're all in. The NCAA and and NBA got on the same page and said, okay, we want the kids to have the best possible decision, informed decision. They have... All right, Bart, Bart, hang on. Uh on. We got to hit the break. Got to hit the break. I want you to continue on with that thought, though, because I've always wondered that, always assumed that, because they would say, I want to maintain my eligibility. Uh, if I want to return. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. 
At Bale Chevy, we know the best part of working and living in Arkansas is getting to take care of the people that we consider friends and family, the people that help us make this community something to be proud of. We also believe it's not just about selling somebody a car. It's about helping them make the life they want possible. We are here for you, Arkansas. Come help us make it even better at Bale. Shop Bale Chevrolet and BaleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. And by working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Hey, everybody, how's hey, it stop going? stop right there, Bradley. I don't want you to stop what you're doing. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where they can go to get their very own Gravely Moor. Well, you go That's out. enough, my friend. I'll finish it for you at Triple C Sales and Service in Conway or Lawn and Power in Star City. Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas's very own Spartan Zero-Turn Mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live, 501-268-1987. Graduation season is upon us and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli with options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Caters take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch oh. making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. The Ore Auto Mall of Russellville is here with a special message. Now, this message is for folks who may have had a bad credit score due to financial hardships beyond their control. They understand the bad things happen to good people, and they want to help. Or believes that it shouldn't be hard to get back on your feet, and that's why it's more than just a deal. And they have some tremendous incentives for April, such as the Nissan Rogue Altima. That's 0% for 36 months on the 2023s. The Hyundai uh, Santa Fe. 0% for 48 months and 500 cash. And the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, that 2022 Ram 1500, 10% off the MSRP. Visit the Ore Auto Mall of Russellville and the OreAutoMall.com. Get so much more with Ore. And I hope, based upon the sunlight, I am seeing the right one hit. 
It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. All right, Mark, you were basically breaking down the two ways now that the so-called NBA process goes about whether or not you are all in or whether you are retaining your option to return back to the respective university. And by the way, the NBA withdrawal deadline is May 31st. So there's going to be quite a bit of time still left for these. Yeah. Yeah, long time. Yeah. And coaches have to respect that. So what What if a guy waits all the way till May 31st? Do you replace him or do you not? Or what do you do? Well, see, that's the, that's the big question mark. And I think that's why guys are really they, – they just tend not to wait that long because you start getting paranoid the other way. So basically what they've tried to do is that should be almost uh, 10 days to the point of past the uh, combine, NBA combine. So they've tried to extend that where cause you can go have a great combine and teams see you and want to have you come in for a workout. So they're trying to extend it as far as they possibly can without hanging the teams out to dry. But I would think, Rick Randy, most college coaches are not going to sit around. It's hard to sit around and wait, um, especially with talent just able to be there in the transfer portal. But here's how it works, and, and this is what Isaiah Joe did to the team. So, and he was a little different because it was COVID. These guys that are entering name in the draft and maintaining eligibility really are a 50-50 coin toss. Guys, they don't know, but they want to see where they are. And I don't think, I would say probably 80% of them don't even have a hard, fast number. Well, if I'm number 35, I'm going. They just want to see where they are commensurate with what money they would get paid and try to make a decision. So these guys are really almost throwing darts uh, blindfolded, trying to see where they are. The NCAA has allowed special privileges in coordination with the NBA that there are licensed and registered agents that can act on behalf of the player that is still wanting to retain their eligibility to reach out and help them in the process. That would be reaching out to teams. That would be making phone calls to front offices for potential workouts, invites, that type of stuff. I can tell you, it's not like Mick Smith having Rich Paul that is LeBron's agent, but it is someone that can kind of guide them through the process because these guys are really on their own. I mean, we were fielding Isaiah. I was taking a lot of Isaiah Joe's phone calls from the team. And we would literally interview prep as phone calls came in. So if you don't have an agent, it's a really overwhelming process for these young men. So he is trying to figure out where he is. But, Randy Rick, uh, there's something how you can kind of circumvent this. It wouldn't be very hard for him to reach out to a buddy, Anthony Black or Nick Smith, who's got an agent, and have them say, hey, hey, where's this Jordan Walsh guy? And then – we get a report back that says, hey, Golden State loves him at 32. And then all of a sudden, now he wants to explore. So there are ways to kind of figure out where you are in the process. I'm really surprised that this happened this late. But he is doing the smart thing by maintaining his eligibility because he could come back tomorrow and say, hey, I want to go back to college, essentially, and it's no harm, no foul. But he does have resources available to him to see where he is and where he stands. So we'll ask the question again. What if he <laughs> waits a while and they recruit somebody for his scholarship? And then he says, hey, I, yeah. I want to come back. What happens then? Well, it's, you have to really, uh, again, unless we go back to the subtraction of you do the NIL or whatever because then you've yeah. already got a guy on yeah. campus. But let, let, let's say this. I would hope that most colleges, especially for a five-star guy like that, are going to kind of live with the fact that the young man's going to explore his opportunities and are not going to replace him just at the drop of a hat. The yeah. tough part for everybody out there is where are these kids working out? 
and, and this is where it gets to be really unique because Isaiah Joden, we didn't work out at the University of Arkansas. Even though he didn't hire an agent, Isaiah Joe and I worked out for Smith at a private gym that nobody could come in. Well, that means he's not with the team. Mm. And so, guys, Coach Musselman is notorious. These guys report really early when the summer, and they are on that campus, and they are doing, quote, unquote, unofficial team activity. Right, Rick? Where they're, yes. It's not mandatory, but it is. Uh type of deal so I think that's what makes coaches nervous what are they doing we don't see them they're not here so that's where the player can I think get himself in a hurry but if he's trying to get ready for workout that's absolutely what he should be doing is away from team activities because this is now a individual process for that person all right Bart I'm going to try to slam in some of these that we've got on our Asher record service company live feed feedback Brent says, Jeremiah Davenport, can Bart give us update? He's a, he's a really, really great player. Extremely versatile, and, and he kind of reminds me a little bit of a Kenyon Martin type of guy because he's 6'7 and a wide body. Extremely strong, very physical. He's a, over a 1,000-point scorer at Cincinnati. He comes from great parents with a basketball background. This guy can absolutely play. I think he can play a three, guard a four. He gives Coach Musselman a lot of versatility, especially on the defensive end. But he is a fantastic player. And I will say this. This is one of those. He fits the mold of toughness and grit. And so I I really like this young man's game. And I think he's going to be a star in Arkansas. I really do. This, I see this perfect Coach Musselman written all over him. But he is a versatile guy that can score and defend. And he has got a streak of nasty and is extremely tough. And I, I'm, I'm going to continue to slam him in if I can. Uh, if not, we'll save him till Friday. Yep. Razorback John says, how much does Bart know about Landron Blocker? Is he a hog target? Does he play summer AAU? Saw him in the state championship game, and he was great. Yes, he was. So Landron recently just picked up an Arkansas State offer and a George Mason offer. So Landron is very different than Layden. So I've had the privilege of training both of them. Landron is a 6'5", a long 6'5". I think he ultimately probably get about 6'6". It's kind of a hybrid 2-3 with just crazy bounce and super explosive. It's a really high basketball IQ finish. is probably one of the best finishers I've seen at the high school level, wouldn't you say, Randy, in a long time. Mm-hmm. The kid can absolutely go through contact and spring up in a hurry. He's a power five player if he can dial in his three-point shooting because he's a little inconsistent. He plays for Brad Beal. He will be in session number one in Atlanta this weekend, and there will be a lot of power five coaches looking at him because he is right there on the cut and I think some coaches are extremely interested so this is a big weekend coming up for Landry so we'll update you on any offers he might get. Alright, we'll, we will continue this conversation on Friday because we are out of time thanks to our good friends at Martin Orthopedics thank you Bart thank you. Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills Grayson Wilson coming up next Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what 